Hello, hello everyone. This is DJ Quest One with the Drive Podcast. Hope everyone is having a good morning, a good afternoon, wherever you may be, a good night. Uh, this episode I want to talk about Triple G and Canelo. Fight number three. And what to think, what what you know, what's gonna be the outcome and who's gonna be the wi- the winner. And uh, let's get into it. Uh, thanks for listening to the last episode about lucid dreaming. I've had about three more lucid dreams after that. And, you know, it was crazy because I was able to have three in one, which is doesn't usually happen, but it does. Three lucid dreams in one, the same night. Okay, guys. Um, <clears throat> so, I like Canelo. I think he's a great fighter. I like Triple G. Triple G's flat-footed, though. Doesn't have much defense, but... Man, he's strong, strong as an ox. You're not gonna knock that guy down, no way. And he's older too. He's in his, you know, he's in his. I think I believe he's already in his 40s. Still champion, still fighting. So I'm not sure why he's fighting. I'm not sure why Canelo's Canelo's in his 20s, right? Correct? Or early 30s? Early 30s. Um, why he's fighting uh, Triple G? It doesn't make any sense why he would take that fight again. He just comes. He's coming off a loss from the mid, uh, going up on super middleweight or was it light heavy? I think it was light heavy. The guy was too big. Cruiserweight, right? Cruiserweight. He, the guy was too big for him. Too big for him. He couldn't get inside. He didn't even have to take that fight. I don't know why he took that fight. I guess sometimes people want their, you know, they want the, they're power hungry. You know, they want, they want that, they want that, that belt, and they want to keep winning. And it's a risk. You got to give it up to Canelo for taking that fight because if it was Mayweather, he wouldn't have taken that fight. He don't want to mess up his his perfect record, right? He don't want to mess up his perfect record. He won't he won't fight anyone uh, that think he think he could lose. Canelo did and he lost. Unanimous decision. Saw the fight, couldn't get inside, couldn't work the body. The guy figured him out, pretty much. The guy figured him out, kept his distance, kept him at bay. You know, boxed him beautifully, and uh, it is what it is. I don't. I think Canelo probably thought he was going to go in there and, and, you know, wear him down, chop him down like he usually does. And that wasn't the case. The guy said, nope, you're not coming inside. Not tonight. So, um, I think it'll go 12 rounds again. <clears throat> and someone might get knocked down. So, the, the fight is September 15th. Someone might get knocked down. And I... I, it could be either. It could be Canelo or it could be it could be Triple G. But in the favor, it, you know, the first fight I think was I think was really close. I had Triple G winning by a round. Second fight I had Canelo. Canelo boxed him outside. Didn't didn't let him get inside. Um. So this fight is going to be you know. Because it was it was a draw, right? First one was a draw. Second one was uh, Canelo. So I guess Canelo's giving him a shot, so that way he can redeem himself. It's all about money, too, guys. So this 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 fight's gonna generate some millions, and it's then be a heavy bag for both of them. So they they know what they're doing. I'm still waiting for the Earl Spence and uh, and Crawford fight to to be signed on the on the dotted line there, and it still hasn't uh, happened. You know, they're still in negotiations and. I can see why they're still in negotiations, but that fight needs to happen, and I want to see it in my lifetime. 
in this lifetime. I know you guys want it. Everyone wants it to see who the best pound for pound welterweight is, you know. But uh, I think that it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a, a, a good fight if if Canelo changes his style. Not Canelo. If Triple G can move his head side to side and go stop going. That's coming in. Stop coming in head first and getting hit. You know, uh, he would have a better shot of winning because he gets hit a lot. And he's a, he's a good fighter, strong, like I said, strong as an ox, but head first. He so he, his style is similar to um, who that he's similar to a. I don't want to say Chavez, but Chavez just kept coming forward. But Chavez had the movement that would go side to side. And Triple G doesn't really have that. He does it from time and time, but he doesn't do it consistently. And you know, he 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 does he does duck, but he doesn't. You know, when you see Canelo fight, his defense is pretty awesome. He, you know, he he uh, he does the shoulder roll, and he does the uh, you know he he counters a lot. So he you know he ducks too, and he moves his head. So if if Triple G changes the way his stance is. You know, loosen up his legs a little bit because he's flat-footed. He's not gonna dance for you, nothing. He's just coming in forward. I don't, which I doubt he he's gonna he's been fighting like that his whole life. He's gonna lose because he's he's gonna get hit a lot. Now, if he if he figures out a way that how to cut off the ring, because he I don't know, it's not gonna fight him straight up toe to toe. Because man, Triple G is strong. Uh, Triple G is strong. No one's really fought with him toe to toe. I want to say a couple of middleweights have, but they've gone down. They've, that's you know, 11th, 10th round, can't hang with it. And uh, I think I think uh, Canelo's smart. He's not gonna stand toe to toe. If he does stand toe to toe, he might even get dropped. But but the thing is, the thing is, it, it's styles make fights. And because Canelo's a counter, he's not gonna stand toe to toe with him. A, that's gonna happen. You know, B, he's gonna try to go ahead and work the ring around and not. And Triple G is one he knows one way, move forward, move forward, put on pressure, move forward, put on pressure. And he's going to, you know, he's going to definitely bring on the heat. And I don't, I don't think that, um, I don't think um, it'll be, if let's say Triple G wins, then there's going to be a fourth fight, right? But if, if Canelo wins, I don't think it'll be another fight after that. So... But as far as the, the, the as far as the styles goes, I know it's uh, it's gonna be a hell of a fight again. You know, I just think that Triple G's a little older, which means he's gonna be a little slower. The last time they fought was what three years ago? Yeah, about three years ago they fought. So it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be uh, 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 it's gonna be fireworks. They're definitely gonna be punching each other, you know. And they're both they're both true middleweights. That's why I don't understand why Canelo moved up in weight, challenging. Can't forget. I can't. I don't remember the guy's name that beat him, but he. I didn't see the fight. I just saw the the highlights, and I saw that the guy pretty much didn't let Canelo come inside. So Canelo thought he won the fight. I'm not sure how he thought he won the fight, but he wants to challenge him again. So if he if he beats Triple G, he wants to fight this guy again. And I don't I don't know why he would want to fight his this guy again. You know, that's just doesn't make any sense because he's going to lose again. 
I'm telling you that right now, he is going to lose again. And that's not a good look for him. And if he loses this fight, what's next for him? I mean, he has all the money in the world, you know. He, you know, he has. But then you got to look at his entourage, you know. Like, this, is he, how many people is he feeding? You see, a lot of these boxers, guys, um, they have, it's like a corporation for them. The guy, okay, Bavel is the guy that beat him. Yeah, Dimitri Bavel is the one that beat him. The guy was like 6'2", man. Canelo's what, 5'9", 5'8"? He says he's 5'9". I think he's like 5'8". So, the guy's 6'2", man. He's a true... What is he? Uh, he is a light heavyweight. You see? Light heavyweight is pretty much cruiserweight. So, he's too, he's too huge for him. It, he didn't... He didn't knock him down. He didn't. Uh, he didn't uh, knock out Canelo. So I give. I got to give a shout out to Canelo. Every anytime you go in the ring, all these guys that go in the ring, guys, they they're risking their lives. Bottom line, anything can happen. Anything can happen. So when I used to get in the ring, and you know, I was I was in amateurs. Uh, there was a guy that uh, I was in. It was during the Golden Gloves. I was a kid, and these guys went at it, and he killed the guy, the, you know, the boxer, uh, Victor's. It was Victor, the one that killed the, and it was a hell of a fight going back and forth. But I'm not sure if the guy dehydrated, but he killed him. It was pretty, he was never the same after that. Victor, I think he gave a boxing after that. Victor was a great boxer too, older guy. He, like he, like he got into the game late. He was probably 18, 19 when he got in, you know. But he would work. He was a hard worker as far as being in the ring. As far as training. Man, he would do rounds and jump rope. He would work hard. And it showed when he started getting in. And no, and he was young. So he had to spar against older men. Because no one would, no one could spar with him. And I want to say he was 154. Maybe 147. But he, was, he wasn't a light guy. And he ended up killing the guy. I remember that. I'm not sure what year it was. But I'm saying, you know, going that's what I'm saying. Get in the ring is is, is a lot of things. I, even with UFC, you know, like it, it's it's a risk. And I tell you what, you know, I, I'm blessed that I, I got to box when I boxed and and not turn pro. Things happen for a reason. I think if I would have turned pro, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been slugging. I'm not a slugger, I'm a boxer. And uh I think I would have definitely uh uh, been, been. I would have been fighting well, you know, but it, it happened. Things happen, and I didn't happen. And I learned what I could in boxing. So that's why when I see fighters, sometimes I, I figure like, who are, who's the coach? Because to me, defense is most important. Offense is going to come, but defense is, is is important. So moving side to side, covering your, you know, putting your hands up. And some of these, not everyone's a Mayweather. Not everyone put your hands down and try to. Or Sugar Ray Leonard, they used to do that. He used to put his hand down. He used to drop his left hand and go in, but it doesn't work with everyone. So if you do that and the fighter comes forward, he just throws that hook and catches you. If you're coming in forward trying to showboat, that's what, look what happened to Prince, Prince, Prince Nahim, uh, the one that was from London, who says, I'm the greatest champion of a live. He, uh, he got tagged by Barrera. If you go on YouTube, look that on Prince Nahim versus um, Marco Antonio Barrera. He's trying to showboat, and Barrera wasn't having it. 
And that guy was a champion. So it goes to show you that, that you know, not everyone can have great uh, defensive skills. Even Pernell Whitaker would do it. But Pernell Whitaker was, was, was a lefty. And the way he would do his defenses, he, he, would, he would bait you. He would bait you in. So let's say you're, you're seeing his hands down, right? And you're coming forward. What he would do is he would back up and boom, stick you. So, and then he, and then he was the, the original shorter row guy. He was the originator of doing that. And, he, and he, would, he was great at sidestepping. So if you're coming in and you're trying to catch him, and he made, he made Chavez look like something else. And I don't think that was a draw. I want to say I want to say I got I got to give it. I wasn't. I remember when that fight happened. It happened in San Antonio. Um, I have I've seen the fight like three or four times, and I have to say that Pernell Whitaker won that fight. They say it was a draw, but Chavez did tag him a couple of times. But he's just too fast and too tricky. He was too tricky. And then when he fought, then when Pernell Whitaker fought De La Hoya, another one like he couldn't. De La Hoya couldn't hit him. So, you know, De La Hoya won that fight, but he couldn't hit him. And so that's why when they compare fighters, rest in peace, by the way, weren't Pernell Whitaker, one of the greats, Hall of Fame boxer, great champion. Um, they, you know, he, he would bait these, these fighters in, and if you're, even if you're lefty, he's still going to trick you. So, you know, uh, that's why I question this defense, and that's why I question Triple G's defense, because Triple G's been a champion for many years, but his his thing is power. His thing is not defense. And I'm saying if he were to have both, unstoppable. Unstoppable. You are not stopping him at all. Because guess what? He has defense and he has offense. And that's the thing about Triple G. Definitely offensive fighter. Not too much defense. He's going to keep coming at you. Keep coming at you. Uh, and Triple G, and uh, Canelo has both. That's what saved him. He has both. He moves his head side to side. He ducks. He picks up his, his you know, he knows when to, when, to, when to pick his pockets. So I'm excited about the fight. Uh, I'll go ahead and tune in. I'll go ahead and uh, make another recording after the fight. I hope you guys have a good day, a good afternoon, a good night, wherever you are listening. Thank you for listening to the Drive Podcast. And tune in, tune in to the next episode, y'all. And don't forget to go on YouTube and subscribe. All right, don't forget to go on YouTube and subscribe. I also have one called Sports Bites. So y'all tune in. Peace.